This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Brian. Rana. What's happening? Listen. It's good enough that we're a hit, a free hit. Did you know we were chatting in Italy this week? You're kidding. We were chatting in South Africa, which we've never been chatting on before, is my understanding. Denmark, of course, continues to be a hotspot for us in Europe. Oh, my God. Canada. We don't really give them enough credit, but the Canadians are listening. They sure are. I have to say, I like South Africa. That's your South African accent? South Africa. Yes. Yeah. I had a neighbor who was from South Africa. Oh, did you? So I was able to do a South African accent. Yeah. My mom's best friend is South African, and I used to love when she w- you'd ask her questions. She'd go, nah. Nah. Okay. <laughs> nothing to do with anything. Uh, nothing to do with any accents or not. Please join us at patreon.com slash askrana. It's an international platform. You get exclusive content. We're reading a book. We're watching a movie that Rana's never seen. We're answering more advice questions. Patreon.com. And it's just Brian and I. So you get all of the, you get us exclusively to yourselves. In our intimates. For the low, low price of $5 a month. I'm going to tell you something. Last time I had a drink on the show. Yeah. Next time I'm bringing a full set of pajamas and I'm wearing them here with you. We'll see. Do you need a breath? Just a second, because I had to put away my nice seat, and I had to put off my gloves, and I don't know, I have to soak some stuff in bleach. Rana, you don't even know the compromising situation I'm in right now, just so you know. Whoa. I don't care. I don't care if I'm coming in hot. It's not directed at you. It's directed. It feels feels very directed at me. It's not directed at you. It's just directed at the show. I'm just saying this. I might end up flying mint, because this is what I want to say. I might have to go to LAX. I'm not getting, and I don't mean to be crass, the goddamn fuck face that is coronavirus. Wow. I brought my rubber gloves. I'm not doing it. Oh, and I brought you something. I brought you a few things. So you're very, you, how many times have you been in an airport since Corona struck? Oh God, like Sorry, four or C- five? C-O-V-I-D-19 well, or, whatever, long, or whatever it's really called. How long has it been? I mean, it's, it's 20, whatever. How long has it been is really the question. Because I go on a plane. Yeah. I was going to say once a week. That's not true. It's twice a week because I go on an outgoing and a return. Yeah. On And by the way, like you said, I'm not flying to LAX in first class. I'm flying to Burbank in anybody's well, class. Well, first of all, I think you're better off flying to Burbank because Burbank's not an international That's, airport. You're right. Okay. And the problem, so I think you should feel better about that because the yeah. problem with Corona is that people are traipsing it in from other places. Someone in Hawaii got it. Someone on a cruise got it. Well, everyone on a cruise got it. Well, yeah. I would love to have. I loved. have I have. Mixed I'm lucky that I didn't take a cruise this about year. About the quarantine. <laughs> For so many reasons. <laughs> when was the last time you took a cruise? I took a cruise. I took a small boat. I'm cruise. lucky I didn't take a cruise. No, this year. do you ever take a cruise? No. You know, I'll. I I believe in a river. Oh right, yeah. to go see. But I mean, I would never take a cruise that had more than thirty people on. It. Yeah, that's. Sort I don't of, know if that's still called a cruise. That's sort of what I did. I did like yeah. a small boat adventure in Alaska, 
Yes, of course he yes. did to save you marriage. Nearly correct. Yeah. Nearly, <laughs> nearly. And by the way, but here's the problem with people Didn't work. with a number that small, Rana, yeah. with thirty people you're stuck with them. There's one. If there's one bad apple, it's, yeah, you're done. It's a. It's a. Shout out to Rebecca who practically <laughs> ruined my trip. <laughs> We've mentioned her before. I'm sure she we almost have. ruined your sight. Your sighting of killer whales, as the I recall, orcas and yeah. a, a grizzly bear. Yeah. yeah, she ruined everything she possibly could. What was her problem? She just was did you a, know her? Oh, she was no, just the person was, on the trip. She was just a person on the trip because what? Life, did you learn anything about her life? I know that she's a singer. Oh, Rebecca yeah. Black. <laughs> she's having a nine-year she, anniversary. But I know right she's back in the in Should the. Should we culture. have her on as a guest? We could probably get her. Only if she's going to sing that beautiful song. What was? Begin- how did it go again? Friday. I can't even. Now I just ruined Friday. Friday. Day. Friday. Yeah. Is that what it was called? Fun. 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 Yeah. It was truly. I can't even remember. Oh, it was a blight nine on humanity. Nine years it's been. Can you believe it? Hard to believe. Yeah. So you didn't take a cruise this year because you weren't getting divorced. Can I mention one more thing about Rebecca? <laughs> Please. You so, can mention anything you want about Rebecca. I'd love to know more. I just didn't know if you wanted well, can to I slander you, her on your platform. I feel like you might enjoy this. So okay. there were, it was mostly, the, most of the people on this boat were not American. They were either like European or Australian. Oh, what, how did that happen? Was it, what kind of a cruise, just, uh, what kind of a company was it? It was this? the National Geographic ones. Oh, right, and there's, of course. Yeah, and they're very, I know it was very nice. Are really they luxurious? Was luxurious. Expensive? They're, yes. Yeah. But, it, but honestly, you for it. when you're all in, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's as expensive as any trip. You're just and putting all nice that money down up front. Think, yeah, and you eat on the boat. No. Exactly. How was the food? Uh, unbelievable. They have a try and serve you, you know, puffin or... Orca or no, anything they like would, that. They would do like fresh catch and stuff like that, but it was uh-huh. nothing, nothing, no puffins or orcas. Yeah, yeah we think that. Fresh catch. No but apex predators. They, they would do fresh catch, but did you ever see them fishing? Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. So it was somebody else's fresh of catch. Of course. Yeah. It had to have been. Yeah. Well, the, the Australians, no one could stand Rebecca, but no one said anything to her she about it. She was American it. or not? She was. Yeah. She was alone? Uh, no. She was with, so someone else was supposed to be on this trip with this woman. Okay. I don't know if it was supposed to be her husband. I don't know who it was. That person ended up not being able to go. So Rebecca oh. was a last second in. Oh. She didn't pay for it. Yeah. Oh, and so she she didn't complained about didn't every- pay for it and wanted to ruin everything. For oh everybody. my god! They told us what was for dessert one night. And How it was did you like, know she didn't pay for it? She told you. Yeah. Oh, she bragged about it. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, "All of you paid for this. I would <gasps> never pay for that." She was horrible. So it was like being on a Real Housewives trip, and she was like the bad apple that they put in the exactly in the bunch. Yeah. She's the one from like Beverly Hills season two who brought those like ten thousand dollar glasses, and we never heard from her again. Oh, these, these glasses, ten thousand Dana, ten thousand dollars. <laughs> she she loved these glasses, ten thousand dollars, ten thousand. And Camille 10, was thought it was the rudest thing she'd ever yeah. seen. Dana. Oh, um, I miss Dana. They should bring I do her too. Back. I like her. Yeah. I'm ready for her. She back. was just a mess. The Australians called her. She, they were like, oh my God, she's driving us crazy. And I got really close with this one couple. And they yeah. go, she's such a fig jam. I've What's never, that? Okay, so it's an, acro- it's an anacronym that they use in Australia to describe Effing, someone. What is it? It is, it's a, the kind of person who says this. Fuck, I'm good. Just ask me. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of hits the nail on the head. It does, though. You know I don't care for their language. The way they... English? No. Australian, their dialect. You know, well, it's very severe. Yeah. Yeah. But also all of the... The way that they shorten things, Bobby and the... Oh, you know, I'm not, sure. It's not my slang right. that I'm interested in. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's no bury, Blackberry or... Mm. Yeah. That's your slang, not mine. Well... Okay, <laughs> the point is this, Rana. So you're freaking out, but you... More importantly, freaking out. I'm frock. I just, <laughs> I'm frock. 
I'm, That's the quote of the week. I'm Hashtag I'm fucked. We just came out. up with something. That I'm completely fucked. You are vermished, as we say in Yiddish. Completely vermished. This is a situation every- that Yiddish only applies. I mean, that's this is what Yiddish is. If you're wondering what the Yiddish language is, it's how you feel right now and then putting a word on it. And by the way, yeah. everyone is so scared that they th- when they do a sneeze or a cough on the yeah. plane, they look at you immediately, lock eyes and say, I- I'm not sick. I-, I just have a cough. no one knows what the incubation period exactly. really is. And they don't know how long it can live on a surface exactly. Exactly. So essentially, yeah. we're all, yeah. just everyone is living in a zombie panic. the good panic. news about Burbank is that it is not an international airport. So you're not dealing with that same traffic. No. All these jerks that got off the cruise ship and then just got on planes. <sighs> Ron, I listen. Yeah. I mean, I, by the time this comes out, the numbers will be double whatever they were. I brought you a nice seat. A what? You haven't heard about a these? Nice eat. Nice seat. A nice eat. Nice seat. <laughs> See how it feels? I brought. I n- <laughs> Touche, Rana. There's so many moments in our relationship where Brian comes after me, and then once in a while I point out to him that he's been. That, and it takes me a he minute. He thinks I'm coming after him, and then I say, Does this look familiar? And it's, you say, Oops. It's a glaze over my eye and a gulp in my throat. And I realize, like, All right. I know, point. I know why I hate it. I've been doing it for, yeah. Well, I got. What's two, a nice I got seat. two. If nice, they're not a sponsor, I'm not that interested. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but okay. I have to tell you, Ron. We have a response. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Well, so far, we've only really reached out to like, and not to even. To zero people. Right. Yeah. And we've only shouted out to like <laughs> La Mer and like Ramova. I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't either. Yeah. They should be so lucky. Yeah. Um. So it's styles for every traveler. And essentially what it means is. Styles for every traveler. Yes. The- you bring your own seat cover and it covers the seat completely. And it's all different kinds of, it's design driven, honestly. It has all these different wonderful kinds of designs. So it's a blanket. It's a do. It's a fitted sheet for your for your uh, airplane seat. And it comes on. It comes me? in like a Le Sport sack zip, and you put it on the seat yourself. And it's, it's machine washable. I hope absolutely. And it was featured in Flaunt magazine. Well, and then so, it's got to be good. Well, Rana and I've, and they even <laughs> some of them even come in scents. And I know how much you like that. So what sort of scent? I got you an orange cinnamon, and. But it's more clove. No, you didn't. And I know you they, didn't. Because you know I don't like this. They so. do seat covers. Remember, I got upset when Martino ordered the wrong Bed Bath Body Pillow. I must have remembered it, was it clove, the opposite way. And I and it wasn't lavender. But I'm not interested in an origin hug anyway. Well, it smells like a clove you've smoked. These so it's come not like scented. Fresh. Are you serious? Well, the one no, I sent. I took them to get sent. Oh, so you took a you use like a pillow spray. Yes, okay. so you could just wash the scent out. But the good thing Boy, is, you're going to have to start. You might actually be eligible for boarding early for people with disabilities. Oh, that, you might actually be eligible based on what's going the hamster on the wheel inside you your don't brain. Don't even. All I need, all I really need, is a little sling from CVS. So you, <laughs> and they would let me write on and it. a and a rabbit. That's true. An emotional support rabbit oh, to just pet. All my dreams. <laughs> no, but they also come in um, a, a first class size. I want you to get. So I got you. It's lie flat. So I got you for the next time you go to Europe or whatever. No, but just... I don't know if those seats are a standard size, and we'd have to make sure it worked on Swiss Air. And if Swiss Air isn't cleaning their seat cover before I get on it anyway, right? What are we doing? Well, you could probably ask them to help you. It's just like putting a sheet on a bed. What if we got you or a get your Vina ticket? Animal. She can come to it for you. Yad Vina. All oh, right, Yad Vina. What if we got you a stuffed animal? And okay. got all the papers on the internet. And you brought that to the front of the line and you like said, my animal. papers? My, no, for the emotional support. Oh, and you oh. said, my animal and I have to, we have to board early. 
Well, people. I t- would challenge anyone to turn you away. I You're, think. That, I think it would I scare the shit out of them. They would either arrest you or let you on the plane immediately. I would hope that they would. <laughs> Put me on the plane. Or even a taxidermied animal, and you could say, "This was my animal." I'm horrified. This was my emotional support rabbit, and now um, we still need to fly together. Listen, it sounds pretty. It sounds too good to be true, Rana. I also. So, do you you like this nice seat? Then is it? It's cozy. It's okay. I mean, it's mostly. But but aren't you drawing even more attention? You're drawing a lot because now your seat is a different color than everyone else. This is where you and me differ. Oh. When I get on it a plane, certainly is. You want everyone to my know. My time to shine. Yeah. There's 160 people vying for something on that plane. And, it's and I'm competing cookies. against babies. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Babies, miniature horses, exactly. dogs. Yeah. Mean businessmen. Yeah. Uh, carolers, if it's the holiday season. Yeah. Traveling to a show. <laughs> but Rana, I did bring you a box. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll. I'll I'll take it under consideration. I don't know if there's room in my carry-on. Oh, no, no, no. It comes as just a little pouch and it sort of like inflates up. This is the problem with travel things that people want to travel. Uh It all adds up. Everyone says, oh, it just comes in a little case. But if five things come in a little case, now I got to carry five things. That's why you get a jacket with a lot of pockets in it and you could stick a bunch of stuff in Mm. your pockets. Mm. I mean, it bulks you up, but like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you keeping your travel wipes? Well, uh, you just in my uh, no, okay. So I this I took a tip from you. Yeah, I have something that I keep on my not on my person exactly, but in my smaller carry on. Yeah, and then I have the stuff I check. Yeah, so my wipes are my smaller carry on, but they come out immediately. But see, now I'm lucky enough, and I bought I got you a big box of disposable rubber gloves you can keep in your glove compartment. Or, you know, just so that when you're out oh, to dinner or whatever. Oh, that is so considerate of you. It's <laughs> honestly my pleasure. So that way, now I put on the gloves. And then, listen, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get it. I hope not. No, me too. Well, I'm not going well, to. Well, I don't, I don't want to disrupt. I know they're having, Apple's having trouble. Everyone I talk to is having trouble with this supply chain. And I don't want to disrupt the supply chain of the podcast. <sighs> me neither. And and I'm not interested in podcasts where the hosts do like a Skype call the whole time. I don't like the oh, way that sounds. nobody wants that. No. No, I understand. Well, I've got some good news. Are you news. saying in case I'm quarantined? Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to, Dante will have to figure out a way well, you're to right. I would it hate, so it sounds right. I would but, hate to inconvenience the, the flow of the podcast <laughs> by quarantine. That's exactly right. right. But, the, you know, we have to think in advance about these things. But yeah. the the thing that people love about us is we're in the same room together. It's true. At least that's what I love. That's what I love, too. I mean, too. you know, how much do I, you know, am they I get risking, what they get. Am I now risking? Listen, I was risking my so life. So you're going to move to Marblehead? Is that what you're saying? Do you think that's the option? You're considering it? Rana, all I know is the, the last when I heard 911 stops filming, yeah. could, would you move to Marblehead? I would actually. If Corona really breaks out, would you move to Marblehead for I a couple would. of months? Well, actually. Till it, till it calms down a little. Then I think we should go to the vineyard and not let anyone on. Oh, we could do it at the vineyard for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, but then the problem is do I really want people once again to see the level of luxury that I'm dealing with. How many right. people do I want that same foot traffic right. of the guests that come? Because but you just always because tell these me that the people, vineyard house is gorgeous and casual. Of course, but ju- just because these people are famous mm-hmm. doesn't mean uh-huh. that they understand what true luxury is. You right. understand? I think New people make the mistake a- of thinking, when you become famous, you just become... A, a more enhanced version of whatever you were. Sure. So don't make the mistake of thinking just because people are famous or successful or whatever that they have beautiful homes. Right. They only have beautiful homes You're right. if you they only know become, to want one. You only become a more extreme version of who you Absolutely, are. Absolutely. Like Wendy Williams. 
which okay. is we're gonna get to Wendy in one second. We don't have to, frankly. All right, let's do Wendy. No, we don't have to. I know. See, I knew you were really upset about something. Well, here's the thing. I Wendy Williams is a probably a bad person. Is my guess. I think Wendy's a complicated person. She, that's fair, Ronna. Okay. Because here's she's already this in this month made fun of Clef Palettes. Made fun of <laughs> what was what was her take on? She Clef said Palettes? she loved the way Joaquin Phoenix had that lip, and then she like took her hand and like did her lip up really high and started okay. talking with an accent that was bizarre. Sure, like him. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have an accent. I'm making. I mean, no, I'm, I'm joking. But but yeah. she did. She sort of affected her voice. People okay. were offended. Sure. The next thing she said. So it was just said, a an inch away, not even a, just a tiny little sliver away from making fun of someone with a true disability. Correct. Okay. So we know she's capable of it. We know based she's capable. We move. know that the we know that the okay. the beads are brewing. That's number one. Number two. Number two. She, she has trouble with the trans situation, and and she's listen, having trouble adopting so that into her into her oeuvre. She is, and it's so yeah. clear. She which is loves, hysterical because I mean, I know the look of her. It's so I clear. Hate to say that, but Rana, I hate to say it. That's the problem, right there. She's so. <laughs> what do you think? RuPaul doesn't make fun of her. No, but she's so. Uh, the way clearly, she looks, of course he does. She so clearly loves. He is flawless, and he looks at her and says, "Get it together." I have to be honest with you. I think she's beautiful. Keep going. Okay. The next. So, what did you know? What was number two? Okay. Well, this say? was the big one. Yeah. When she said she didn't like how um, gay men uh, wore heels and skirts because that was a, a woman's thing, not a man's thing. Oh. And it was like she a came weird. She came for EJ. She, she did. And by yeah. the way, the day before, she had t- cried talking about how amazing Zaya. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's trans daughter is. Yeah. She was she was just like, what a brave person. And this is so amazing. It was like weeping. And the next day it was like, well, that boys, is, stop wearing skirts. I have to say that is a wonderful story. And I hope we're going to have Gabby on sometime I love, I too. Think you know, she's an old friend of mine. I do know that. Um, and I love Gabby, but yeah. she's so busy right now. And that baby she has is so cute. But he, they both have, but really Dwayne, has been remarkable. It's incredible. It should, it's the because example of what every father should stigma. be. I mean, Never mind. There's such a stigma for men, of course, but so hard to be an African African American male father, athlete, an athlete, and to confront everyone in your community in such a simple manner. Oh, he which is how could you possibly tell me to not love my child for who they are? Beautiful. That's all he's saying. They're incredible parents. I love it for who she is. This is who she is. We're going to encourage it. So then, I guess they really are doing a beautiful job on that. I guess someone. So was, so, but see, this is why Wendy's complicated. Well, then I guess someone she's today com- was she's brutally capable murdered. of both of those emotions. Someone today or yesterday was murdered. Someone that people really like. This lady who I guess is sort of an activist. Drew Carey's ex girlfriend. Someone threw her off a balcony, and Wendy said, "Come on down," and as like a Price Is Right joke. It was horrifying, and the audience did not Silent. go for that. Silent. So people are now saying cancel Wendy Williams. I'm not saying this but is But here's the thing you Okay, go ahead and say what you say. All I want to say is is she If you're Wendy's defense say, attorney, this is your moment. This okay. is your crisis does PM. Does she moment. say vile things? Yes. Is she also She is someone who is exactly who she is. Yes. And 
that doesn't happen on television any longer. I think she should be apologizing for each of these things and yeah. for all of these things. And, yeah. You know, but she started as a shock jock. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would think something differently would come out of her. And it does sound like I'm hardcore defending her. I think everything she said, every single thing is absolutely deplorable. I just also sort of feel like, well, I mean, she is who she is. Wendy is authentically Wendy. Yeah. Often, Wendy is fun. Yeah. You know, labels, labels, labels. Does her gossip the way she does her gossip. She weighs in on everybody, which is often funny. Yep. And sometimes outrageous. Wendy's also, the, the set, same Wendy, who we love so much, can also be incredibly ignorant. Yes. And does not, uh, I don't know what's going on in her addiction journey right now, but the synapses don't always line up. Also, between I, what she thought a minute ago, what she thinks now, there's no do, There's no guessing where she's going next. But she is authentically Wendy. I agree. And I would say there's so and many talk show hosts. doesn't mean half of what she says. No, I think yeah. she, her show is live. Yeah. And, and I think that if half of these talk, most of these talk show hosts yeah. are, are, are not nice or authentically themselves. Yes, or the show, let's just say the show is uh, Edited. much more produced edited and planned totally and so those people have a chance those people are manipulating the image right wendy's really letting it all hang out it's just a weird person to be so angry at i think because like it's like being angry at rush limbaugh a little bit where it's like yeah he's an asshole what else do you need from him yeah i think i think it's a little bit different i could be wrong i think I don't even want to say his name because I can't stand him. The fact that you even brought him up. Sorry. And he's a horrible, horrible person. Yes. And he's a provocateur. He is saying things. Sure, he believes almost everything he says, but he is saying it to rile people. That's right. And to convert their way of thinking. Wendy is not premeditated. And there is a philosophy to what he's doing, and he is absolutely a poison in our society. Yeah. Wendy is messy isn't really thinking about no no one is going to vote for the wendy ticket right you know what i mean she's not political in that way yeah she's just a kind of mess of opinions yes and she's sort of a little bit of a sideshow but she's authentic in that way yeah but wendy is not telling you she might say who she's voting for but you're not going to change your life and join the cult of Wendy. No. As much as the audience appears to love to Correct. be there. I think everyone knows, oh, Wendy, how could you? Yeah. Someone like the man that you mentioned before is trying to get people to line up behind his ideals, to stay in silos, to be open to nothing, and to actively You're hate right. It's all it's all like thought. It's very thought yeah. out. You're right. But uh, here's the thing. We're talking about Wendy. I don't think she's going to be canceled. I hope not. As long as people are talking. Wendy is giving people what they want from her. I mean, how, for, for 200 years, people should have said cancel Jerry Springer. Right. It's an insane show. But the ratings. I bet Wendy's ratings are better than ever. She's still part of the conversation. We'll see. So you can relax and not worry too much. Thanks, Rana. Okay. We got to move off Wendy. On to some better news, Rana. Yeah. We've Why got- are we talking about how popular Wendy's show is? Wendy- when we should be talking about how popular our show is. Can I talk about how popular our show is right now? Yeah. You know what I know? Someone told me. Tell me. 
So there's a very popular podcast right now that's one of those, you know, hot on the chats called sure. Dying for Sex. Okay. Have you heard about it? No, it's like a murder sex No, show. it's a real story about a woman who, look, now I'm giving them a free ad. No, what am I doing? Forget it. What am I doing? Rana. They, it's about a woman who is, di- it's from Wondery, and it's about a woman who's diagnosed with terminal, she has cancer, it comes back, I believe, and she just shakes up a whole life because she says, basically says, it looks like I'm going to die anyway, breaks up with the husband, and starts having sex with a million people because for some reason the hormones they put her on made Whatever they put her on for chemo made her (laughs) that instead of the other. And she and her friend, who is the host, have very frank conversations. This is my understanding. Anyway, it's the hot podcast people are talking about that isn't this podcast. Yes, of course. And inside Apple, when you you listen to a podcast, they say, if you like this, you might also like this. You're kidding. And we're in the list. Rhonda, you got to talk about your sex life more. Is that what you think? I that's think that's what it the is? lesson. I think it's probably female-driven, make your life better podcast. Who knows? But anyway, Who I'm delight. We are delighted to be associated with such. Well, a it thing. wouldn't hurt if we did a few special episodes of you taking us into the bedroom of Mr. Cleveland. Sure, that will never happen. Okay. Okay. All right. This comes from Ali five eight three nine five. We don't deserve Ron and Brian as a total group. You both Ron and Brian. The fact that they're both now in my ears every Tuesday and Friday on Patreon, excuse me, is life changing. I may be a little biased because I was a winner of their giveaway one week. Oh. But if you like hearing solid advice, judiciously served with warmth and humor, this is the podcast for you. Kiss, kiss. Okay. Necessary listen from Paige Pertz. Page Pertz. I was introduced. Like Pert shampoo. Correct. Yeah. I was introduced to Rana through her guest appearance on Throwing Shade and her oh, co-hosting Throwing Shade. A wonderful podcast. Yes, thank yeah. you, Rana. Every, out every Thursday. Out every Thursday. Yeah. Aren't you sweet? I was hooked. When I heard that this podcast was coming out, I immediately subscribed. Rana and Brian bring hilarity and amazing banter while also bringing really helpful insight to the to, pe- to the people of a crumbling political world. Yeah. Not a political podcast, minus the asides that I very much appreciate. Sorry it took so long to review, but I recommend this podcast to anyone who will listen. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for bringing this law student who needs a much-needed break every week. So much joy. Fabulous. This one was super simple. Just fun and honest is the headline. JPC867 says, love the show. I never get tired of Rana's great advice. And Brian's shotgun style <laughs> non sequiturs between every thought by his co-host or the show's <laughs> guest. You can really tell their friendship is genuine and true, which is rare in our current snarky world. Oh. And finally, at Lucy DC... Five star mastery. Lucy DC as opposed to ACDC. Yes, I That's think you're fun, right. Yeah. Five or star is it mastery. Lucy DC as in District of Columbia. No, it's D E E C Y. Okay. Do not miss this bliss. Two brilliant minds. Laugh out loud res- revelations. Delightfulness left and right. Do yourself a favor and L I S T E N. Now, I happen to know there's one more review on there, oh, okay. which maybe you'll be able to see. I would be happy to. From a longtime listener <clears throat> in a big fan okay now I, I she happens to be a very hot director really yeah Catherine Hardwick Lucia Agnello has rough, written a review. rough night herself rough night broad city I, I I mean the list goes on and on Lucia Agnello excuse me five stars there's no better self for this crumbling democracy we're living in than ask Rana with Brian Mazel tov on the EW shout out. Love to you too. 
What a sweet. Isn't that sweet? By the way, she's like completely brilliant. She's an absolutely incredible. Yep. She's also a very funny actor, you know. She doesn't do no, it. I didn't she doesn't know. do it that often, but she's a very funny performer. Oh. She's I'd love a to hysterical do a hysterical writer. You'd love to do a two-person improv show with her. Yeah. We'll see if she has time. She's a super talented director. She really is. And she was ma- manages to find time to listen to this podcast and to write a review. I thought you were going to say and she manages the chilies. <laughs> And she manages a Chili's. It's a lot. And she to do. manages a Chili's. I can't believe if it. If you can believe it, that is so funny. But why don't people who aren't doing aren't my multi hyphen? Yeah, take the time and doing a million things like her. Why don't you take a page out of her book? Correct. And take she a wrote. moment. Yeah. Write a review. Yep. Give us the five stars. Excuse me. Only. Yep. Hashtag five stars only. That's right. This is what we want. You tell them, Rana. Yeah. You listen, we need reviews. We need subscriptions. Also, patreon.com slash askrana. Oh, yeah. Exploding. Exploding. It continues to explode. It really does. Yeah. But that's uh, not for here. No, that's yeah. for there. It's none of their business. It's absolutely Unless none of their business. Unless they want to be part of the party. And then. They're not going to be part of the party. And then it's your business. All right, Rana, should we get into someone else's business? <laughs> Let's get into some business. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Brian. Rana, this is out of hand. What was this person doing in Boston? First of all. That they were willing to come to Marblehead. You know what? Why am I asking the question anymore? You keep outdoing yourself. People went to Chicago for Oprah. They come to Mamblehead for, for Ron. I want to know. And Brian. I want to know if Casey, Casey Wilson, the star of premium shows on television. Let's get this straight. Is Guest it Casey star. Wilson? Guest star. Is it Casey Wilson? What are we professionally now? Casey Wilson. Casey okay. Wilson. So we're not Casey Caspi. I've changed my name legally to Casey Casp, but my real oh, name is Ca- actually Catherine Caspi, Wilson. And I changed it to Casey Casp. So officially not one thing is the same name. And it's so annoying. Isn't that funny though? Casey Casper. Casper like the, the yeah, I guess like the mattress. Do you get a free mattress for life? <laughs> I know, but I do, of course, shill for them on my podcast. <laughs> Bitch Sesh, the number one podcast, I think, in the world. Uh, oh, no. To me. <laughs> oh, number one Housewives podcast. The number, one, number one Housewives podcast. You own a demo. Let's be real. You really do own you a demo. Own a you own In fact, she and her co-host, Daniel Schneider, Amazing. have driven traffic to this show. It, it's my understanding. It's my... Well, it's I my know for a fact, because I've been listening. Yeah. That they've driven traffic. So really... There's nobody better. Casey. Forget about podcasts. Forget it. Forget about acting. Forget it. Okay? <laughs> forget about comedy. Absolutely. She's not Well, funny. don't forget about comedy. Let's always remember comedy. <laughs> I was in New York, in Los Angeles a couple weeks ago. Rana, I told you to come by and that I would make up the guest room. <laughs> you were away. Oh. I don't I th- think so. Oh, I was in Phoenix. Yes. You, you could have met me there. Ma- it was before Phoenix. Oh. Well, no, I was in town. In any event. 
Casey and I have a friendship. Let's call it that. That is. Okay. That's right. We know each other. And Casey said to me, Rana, I'm having an exclusive screening for a number of influences. And I wondered, if only the top influences were invited. And There's a few girlfriends. I wonder if you could join me. You run with an influential group. I guess. At the Jane Club, excuse me, which is a fabulous, I don't know if we call it female only or pro-female coven. or what we call it. Yeah. Pro-female witches coven. It's a beautiful, stunning witches coven. And I don't know if that was a mom or Rodzina designed house, that house. Unclear. Uh, <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. Casey. Co-workspace for mothers. Added Lovely. Not only that to her resume, director. And she, and so Correct. I saw, she did a short film. That's a short film. She wrote yeah, it. Yeah, but still. She co-wrote it. She starred in it. It's on the circuit. She or, directed right? it. Went to TIFF. Excuse me. Didn't it? Michael McKean's in it. Yeah. Pardon me. As her father, who taught a force performance. Yeah. June Diane's in it. Sure. Adam Pally, who has been on this podcast. He has. Of yes. One of our first I would, guests. I wouldn't listen to it, Casey. Honestly. Why? No, nothing. Just some, some things were said. About some me? thoughts were shared. I'm sure. I don't want to get into names. Okay. But What's C, the issue? But C. Okay. C? And that's Spanish for... Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. He, he always will do me dirty on a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. People always <laughs> like, I heard what Adam said about you. <laughs> Is that true? He only said the most wonderful. Oh, no. He's the best. The best. In any event... It was so fabulous. And it was so, I mean. That Casey was like, I'll return the favor and no, come to Boston. What I'm saying is Casey as a director is one to watch. Thank sure. you. She is a storyteller. And yeah. it doesn't matter the medium. She's funny. She you know, gets right to the heart of the story. Yeah. And there is even as absurd and as hilarious things as can get, there uh, is a humanity to her story. I believe it. Thank it's you, all Rana. very grounded. And it looked terrific. Thank you, Rana. Who, was it Rachel Goldenberg's husband that was the uh, DP? <laughs> yes. Adam. Adam Silver. Yes, I've worked with Adam Silver. Who's he's terrific. Yes, he's doing Pen15 now. He's the oh, best. As the talented best. as he is, best. handsome. He really is. So exactly. He's yeah. handsome is and he talented. handsome? He's very is handsome. Salt ever. and pepper. Everyone handsome. get jealous. Pepper I ate salt. oysters with him once. And did it he get caught in your oysters. And did it get caught in your mustache? <laughs> it didn't. I wasn't doing my mustache. <laughs> Hashtag oysters in the mustache. Right. We're not okay. here to talk about no, how great it. Casey is and okay. everything because she truly right. is. Let's Thank get you. into it. All right. Casey, Thank you for coming to Marblehead Deal. We're delighted to have you here. We yeah. need you to weigh in on some advice today. Yeah. Okay. And your voice is a necessary one. People are desperate. You've led an unconventional life. Yeah. In some ways. Parapathetic. Is that how you say it? Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to your take on all of Correct. this. Correct. Okay. Dear Rana and Brian and Casey, I have a dilemma with my best friend. We're both in our early 20s and have both had our share of shitty boyfriends. Okay. Thing is, I recently got back together with my ex. Well, actually, we broke up about a year ago, back, got back together only a couple days later, but I've been keeping it a secret from my best friend. Hmm. This is because he cheated on me, but I really feel like our relationship has improved so much after giving him another chance and we hmm. both matured. I didn't want to tell her because I thought she would judge me and or I was scared he would cheat on me again and I'd look like an idiot telling her we're over yeah. again. Mm. My relationship with my boyfriend is really solidified and I feel confident in our relationship again. However, I keep pushing off telling her when she, because when she broke up with her boyfriend two months ago, I was giving her all this advi advice on how to get over an ex when in reality I was sleeping over at his place later that night. Mm. Sometimes I tell myself my relationship should be private, but my best friend and I would share everything together and I can sense us keeping things from each other. I feel like that's part of the problem. Sense it. Yeah. For, if you can sense it, you're doing it. For example, at 
couple days ago, <laughs> I saw her texting her ex, but to my knowledge, they don't even speak to each other. Oh, boy. Basically, my question is, oh, should boy. I tell her? If I do, how do I go about it? And can I be prepared for her to me. Thank you so much. Please come to Chicago. Signed, Chloe Kardashian. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. You famously work in partnerships very well together. Yes. Yeah, female I mean, partnerships. You and you, Diane, have probably been together for how long now? As friends in a, since college? 20 years? Yeah. 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 Okay. If June's ex-boyfriend was Mickey Rourke and you sure. found out. Or and, even his chihuahua. Or his chihuahua. Uh-huh. And you found out that they. <laughs> no. If your ex-boyfriend is Mickey Rourke okay. and June found out that she was texting, that you were texting with, yeah. with him. Never would, mind texting. She's in a relationship with yeah. this guy. Yeah, she pretty There's much There's two is. things going on. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think if they are true, true friends, it almost seems like she's now cheating on her friend. Yeah, you're right. It's weird. It does seem like Let's, that. What do you mean by that exactly? Well, she's lying to her friend yeah. and sneaking around behind her friend's back. So it almost feels like now she's kind of doing that with her friend. And I think... A real friend will both say, you know, I don't love that you're doing this for your own self, yeah. but I also accept it. And 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 she would say, look, I'm going to try this again and I want you to support me. I, it just feels like a real friend would, would be able to handle this news even if she didn't like it. Yes. Well, yes, there's sort of two issues. One issue is the news and the other issue is the sneaking. Yeah. I also have the question, is this person your friend or is she your mother? Because you're worried about... Sometimes we don't know. Yeah. That's true. But this gets tangled, these in female relationships. Yes, I've made many a friend, my mother, my higher power. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's true. Where somebody's judgment is the be-all, end-all. And you're putting that on them. You're right. That's right. Because I used to think they were putting that on me. But those are your own issues. Yes. Because they really, as a friend, probably would say exactly what you just said, which is... Do I think it's the best choice for you? No. But if this is what you need to do to figure it out, I'm here for whatever you need. Yeah. And she could say, look, I know it's not the best choice, but this is what I'm doing. And I hope with love you'll accept it. And I could be wrong, but I want you to support me. And it sounds like you're, first of all, also the way you ended this, God bless you, was I saw her texting her ex. Yeah. You're trying to put it on her too. Two wrongs don't make a right. You're not a better person just because, you know what? It doesn't make it better that you haven't told your friend or been dishonest with your friend about this because maybe she's being dishonest. No, well, she's just bringing that up to assuage her guilt. And I'll say and to this, say she's not perfect. Your you know. friend yeah. knows you're being dishonest about something. Yes, as Marianne Williamson, former presidential candidate Fabulous. said in her spiritual yeah. talks, yeah. everyone knows everything. Yeah. I think your friend knows what's going on yes. here and knows that you're being dishonest about something and also feels the separation. Which might be why she's not telling you about the text. There's totally. something going on. And by yeah. the way, it might There's be a schism. It might be lower stakes. Yeah. Uh, you having a relationship with this guy. I mean, she might think something. The friendship's at risk. I mean, who even knows? Right. But and if your friend is a true friend, you're right, Casey. Because. If I've learned anything, and I've only really dated one bad boy before, but if I've learned anything, it's that I'm not over that person when a friend tells me I should be, even if all the red flags are there. Exactly. I'm over that person when I'm over that person. Yeah, you can't make anyone do anything in life. You can't. Until they're ready, yes. That's right. So your friend hopefully supports you through this. But again, I I agree with absolutely everything you've said, but we have to go back to the heart of the issue of why you haven't told the friend. Which is because maybe the friend is too judgmental. Maybe the friend is too judgmental, and that's definitely a she doesn't want to hear what the friend has to say. Yes, because something in that what the friend is going to say, at least part of it, is going to be truthful, and it's the truth that this person doesn't want to confront, 
which is fine. It doesn't mean that your friend is right, but your friend can say the thing and then you could say to them, thank you for your opinion. I'm not done with this. I'm going to work. I'm going to keep doing this. I hope you understand and that you'll support me and still be, but, 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 but there's something in, I would also say in you this waiting game of not confronting it. You mentioned several times how solid and confident you are in your relationship again. Then this, if all of that is true, because you do say it several times, then it really shouldn't be that big a deal to mention it to your friend. Yes, but it's a big deal that she's kept it from the friend for this long. But enough. I will say, even if yeah. the friend comes down on her, one time about 10 years ago, I was dating someone and I did have a dalliance then with a prop master. Mm. And... My this goodness. is getting steamy. Yeah, what very was, steamy. What was the hero? I, I love to go below the line and <laughs> pick out the most unfortunate gentleman I can find. What was the hero prop in that scenario? <laughs> a musket, an old musket. But I, my, I did tell my girlfriend I was scared to tell her. Yeah, not June Day and another friend. And she said to me, which was the life changing advice. I'm telling you, she did not approve. And she said, Casey, I have watched you over and over build up your life and throw it into the fire. And she said, and I literally was like, wow, it actually took a friend close enough to me to say that. Hmm. And I've never cheated on any, anyone again. And is she, I and still, no more prop messages. Are you still friends sure, with that person? Stay props. Yes, dear friends with her. Yeah. But I heard the right thing and she wasn't being mean, but she yeah. just said, I have to tell you what I'm seeing. Yeah. That's, well, and also that now, hit you to the core. that I mean, hit me really, all right. Yeah. That and hit with me. this texting stuff, maybe you need to say to your friend, we got to clear the air here. I feel like, I, I know I have been dishonest. It's tricky though. You really should all, I was going to say that you you could say, I know I've been dishonest with you and I think you've been dishonest with me, but actually that's not really for you to say. Yep. You should only ever speak for yourself. It never works when you go into a scenario and you say, and I also know that you have, bu- 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 ask bu- every real housewife. Yeah. 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 If you have something to, you should say, I have been dishonest with you. I was scared of your judgment our friendship means too much to me for there to be this wedge between us and blank here you know what is. else you could do yeah you could oh, say here we go you could say <laughs> what's up in june and she could be like well, i don't know what are we up to and you could be like i'm getting married. to this garden <laughs> at 4 p.m mm-hmm. june 25th okay okay and i want you to sit in the front row and i want you to wait and we then had something what nice. What could she possibly say after yes. you're married? Yeah. And a real friend shows up for you on one of the most. And then nine months ago. later, I want you to wait for a little bundle. <laughs> I want you to wait at the Hollywood Presbyterian Hospital because I've recently. I hope Cedars. not. I hope <laughs> not. Cedars is St. John's at least. Cedars yeah. are buzz. Well, yeah. there's someone who would love to talk to us on the phone. Okay, oh we're gonna should we take a phone call. Let's take a phone call. Okay. Now, this person um, prefers to remain anonymous. Okay. So we could we'll really see. we could call her anything. Well, let's see what she what comes to us. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, I think her. Okay, hang on. Here we go. Oh, this is always a cliffhanger when Brian has to figure out if he knows how to Skype. The tech. tech. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to call... Anonymous. Yes, Pam. Okay. Pam. (laughs) Like the spray. (laughs) Cute, isn't it? Hello? Pam? (laughs) We're calling you Pam. Yep. It's Pam. Yes, like the, like the cooking spray. Hi, Pam. Yeah. Which has really been pushed out of the market by more organic options, I think, it, probably. It isn't a major Or maybe player. you'd find out in the end that really they do still own the market. Pam, I would like to yeah. introduce you to my co-host, <laughs> Rana Glickman. Co? The Hello. host of the show. 
No, of course I'm your co-host. Hello, Pam. Nice to meet you. And you are also nice here you, with director, <laughs> actress, actress d- singer. Occasional dancer. She does bust a move. Erotic If you've dancer. ever been to one of those revival Ooh. meetings, she calls a bitch sesh live. Yes. She'll dance. She'll, she'll do a short She'll play. also be in a tent revival. She holds the snakes during the she sermon. She does a quick change costume. Casey Wilson Hi, is here Pam. with us today. This is very exciting for Pam. Hi, Casey. Hi. (laughs) So, Pam, tell us, what's your question? Okay, so I just kind of wanted your insight. Oops. We should say that Pam is literally holding a baby right now. I was was about to say, are you feeding a baby right now? That is actually um, what I was about to ask. She warned me I that this would be to, the thing, uh, but yes. Yeah. yeah. So I tried funny. to feed her really fast and dump her in the crib, and it didn't yeah. work out. Okay. I've <laughs> been there, Pam. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my my question is more just like your insight and opinions, because I know there's no right answer, but... Well, there, um, might, there might be. Juggling two careers with two young kids and a needy dog who's looking at me right now, And I guess I'm seeking advice because my whole perspective has recently changed. I always thought, of course I would work. I've worked every single day since I was 15, including Mm. all through uh, my first daughter's early infancy. And we're really struggling to find care this time. Um, it's, It's not as simple as it was last time. I'm much less satisfied in the same job I had, but... Um, really feeling the internal struggles and it's kind of rocking me to my core that I'd even consider staying home. It's kind of not in my DNA, but I'm considering it. And I was just wondering what you guys thought about that. Is this a situation you can do financially? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, this is a great question. Yeah. Well, I'm can very, I ask yeah, one question? I'm very curious. Let's because say you just recently been in this stage of her yes, life. I'm just, very curious. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. I'm curious if you were to step back, could you get your old job back and down the line, or how? What type of? Are you in a field that you could jump back into it later, or would this Bless kind of be you. saying goodbye? Um, so it's super, super corporate. However, I work from home. I've been doing the same thing with the same massive global corporation for ten years. And so part of this is I'm extremely ready to not do that anymore. Mm -hmm. However, I'm such a corporate person that I'm finding it difficult to imagine doing it anything else. And I'm tired of that aspect. So I'm kind of just like like you want to change regardless of kids, possibly. Yes, but I have this great setup that on paper people have literally told me never to walk away from ever. You, you mean your job on paper? Everyone's yeah. So is there like a vesting situation? Do you have to be there a certain number of years? Or if you do stay on with them a certain number of years, you get stock? No, or, I mean, why is it so great on paper? What what's, um, what? She can work from home. I work from home full well, that, time. I yeah. have great okay. autonomy and flexibility and paid time off. Um, their maternity leave is extremely generous. I'm coming off the end of that. And it's a good salary, and I work with generally nice people. Oh, okay. So fine. So is what you actually want, and you might be too embarrassed to say it, and I say embarrassed as a societal thing, is what you want to be a stay-at-home mom, and you just are afraid to do it or admit it or something? Or am I dead wrong here? 
Um, I wish I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom because okay. that would make this simpler, but I don't think I'd be very good at it. Okay. It's horrible. It's, it um, it sounds like it'd be so hard. So hard. It's so hard. Yeah. And frankly, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're talking to kids all day. But, so, but do you also not want to work 40 hours a week? Are yeah. you looking for something like a half-time or... Probably. Yeah. yeah. And that job's hard to find as well, but it's out there. But so many like successful, wonderful women want to drop down hours and they're not able to with corporations, which is a shame. It really is. But, it's, it's actually completely unfair. But what is the, what's your dream scenario here? Is the issue also, though, that you actually just want to take about six months off? decide and you would like to pay for also pay for a nanny during that time so that you that's what's really going on here right you often said i would be a stay-at-home mom if i had a full-time nanny yeah you want to quit and have child care that's what you really i love this thank you for that yeah and is that a position that you could be in no 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 so if you quit you have to be the nanny is that what's going on a part-time nanny could you afford that sorry to um i have i don't know i haven't I haven't looked into it. It was my impression that most nannies are full time, but I don't know. Oh no, you can always not true. No, yeah, no, you can always you can, find someone or somebody else that wants to split hours with you. Yeah, or, yeah. Because I do have a lot of friends just throwing it out there that do like the mornings with their kids, and then when the kids go down for a nap, then they get to go and do their kind of creative ambitions or whatever. If you can afford it, or work, or what yeah. have you. Mm-hmm. Just because I do think a day stretching out in front of you with kids is very, very difficult. Yeah, it sounds. But it yeah. sounds like you know that. I, yeah, I guess the crux of my question is: Is it foolish to walk away from such a good setup that will only continue to be beneficial as my okay. kids do things when like you imagine into, like, public school? When you imagine yourself walking away, do you feel relief? Just you, not what anyone tells you. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm very confused. Yeah. How old is this baby? This 18. one, she's almost six months, but the older one is almost four. And how much more time have you got on this maternity leave, or is that over now? Uh, it's basically over, and we're scrambling to find care. So I'm sure part of this is just stress. But Yeah, but you're not so stressed that you can't find care, so you want to stay home with your child. That's not the issue, right? This is about your identity. This is about how you yeah. feel being being tugging between being always having been a certain kind of person and now being kind of comfortable with the idea of not doing too much. That's what you would like to do. You're exhausted. You'd like to do, if you had all the money in the world, you'd quit, you'd get a full-time nanny and you'd, you'd go to yoga and you'd put your kids to bed at night. Is that about right? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm mostly just (laughs) worried that in the short term I'll quit and I'll feel wonderful. And then my kids will start real school and I, um, but yeah, can't you find another or... job then? Yeah, but you can't worry yeah. about that. You've got time. Yeah, because, yeah. I'm co- scared to walk away. Oh, yeah. I th- but, uh, but. And you have, I just want to be clear. You have a, it's, it, it, and tell me if I'm prying, but it sounds like you maybe have a partner. Do you have a partner? Oh, husband? Yes. yes. Who yeah, makes yeah. A, yes. a comfortable living? Yes. So walking away from your job isn't going to send you, isn't going to make you desperate. She's worried about leaving the workforce as a woman because she's worried about getting back into the workforce. You're worried because you have a burdened hand. But when we leave things, what we can't imagine is what could come. That's so true. Yes. That is so true. Yes. A hundred percent. You have to go with your gut. women I work with say, never quit, never quit. This is the most flexible, wonderful job with the best salary and you get 
be at home when your kids get home from school. I guess, but not if you have a choice and not if you hate your job. I mean, that's those are two very stressful. I mean, that's yes. a very stressful thing to hate your job and then to come home to two kids that, frankly, if I were you, and I, I'm not a mother, so I I would resent it. But do, I really would. Do you hate your job or are you just exhausted? I kind of hate it right now. Okay. I hate the idea of going back. I can okay. believe you. It sounds like you're very capable and you could find something else when the time feels right. Even if that's in a year and you can't punish yourself if you quit and you love it. And then you're like, you know what? I want to go back to work. And you have 10 you try years something of experience else. at this yeah. company, whatever it is. I mean, this is, I know it seems like everybody who's inside the corporate world, you feel like you're all on that same trajectory, but the truth and that you have this cushy thing and that other people would want it. But the truth is, I don't know what you do for a living, but you have obviously 10, 15, 20 years of experience doing this. Sorry. And you, that is a valuable thing in and of itself. So let's say you do quit and then you go part time or you do a little consulting or you do no work. I don't know for a year or two that, that, that experience doesn't go away. You just reach it. Maybe it'll take you a little longer to find a job, but there's always going to be a big company that sees that thing yeah. on your resume and says, "We'd love a per. Of course, we want a person who worked at Amazon." For and 10 not everybody years wants the same whatever. things. And sometimes when people tell you not to do something, it's because of their they, own and, they don't, have, and they don't have the courage to do they it. They don't themselves. have the courage. And by the way, you don't. It's not like you're signing a contract to not work for a certain amount of time. Right. You, if if after like six months or a year, if you're like, I really need to get back to work. I I can't take this. Then do it. Have you had this conversation with your husband yet? Oh yeah, he knows I'm thinking about everything and he's very supportive. Do you have an American bulldog or a pug or a Frenchie? Uh, she's a wonderful mutt. Um, oh. She's like a lab with it. Mix. The breathing okay. is the baby that you're hearing. It's <laughs> oh, not the dog. The baby. I'm really sorry. <laughs> the baby has oh, no, it's no, the baby has a little cold. I thought, I, can I ask you uh, AirPods and you couldn't hear it. No, I think it's adorable. <laughs> Pam, can I ask you one quick thing? Do, do you have a Costco yes. membership? Excuse me? Do you have a Costco, Costco membership, membership or Sam's Club? Do you have a gym membership that has daycare is a better question. True. Yeah. But go uh, on. Yeah. I don't have a Costco membership. So that's only. And a- I did Orange Theory before I got pregnant. Okay. Well, that. <laughs> That's a that is crazy. That's a really hardcore workout. Yeah, I so did you're that looking once. good. You're looking good. <laughs> I would get a Costco membership. They're only fifty dollars, and what uh-huh. I would do because you can buy them both. Where are you going? Go. I would. Ch- I'm just saying. You don't have to get a full time job in the meantime. Or do you want meantime. her to work there? No, I want her to buy in bulk and sell things out of her car for a little bit of a markup. <laughs> I've always that, thought I could go in just for a few minutes. Exactly. That way you could just buy. You know what I mean? Get some yeah. snack. Get some. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Advil and just sell them, you know, go to high schools. But your husband is, suppo- if you choose to do this to, to without a plan, basically your husband is supportive of that. Yeah, he's supportive. So there's your, what I'll like, tell you is the women that you have to readjust. The women at your work are telling you you're lucky. I'm telling you you're very lucky on the other end that you can do this yeah. and that your husband, you're, you're lucky enough to be able to do it. And of course, it's scary. Making a, it's, you're taking a leap of faith here. But sometimes but we have to really, shake it up. Yeah, and you're really just taking a break. It's not like you're yeah. quitting for the rest yeah. of your life, unless that's what it ends up being. But you're taking a break. You've worked, what you've described is you've worked your entire life. Yeah. And now you've got something else going on you're exhausted, you're being pulled in 14 different directions, and 
you want to try and figure out what your next move is. Your next move may, by the way. It may look like this somewhere else. Or you may go right back to this company and a year another job opens up that wasn't open before and they want you back because you work within the company. That happens too. Whatever you do, please write a memoir immediately. Oh, I can't wait not to buy it. (laughs) Pam? Yeah, Pam Pam the memoir. Pam's got nothing for a memoir. Just called Pam. Just called Pam. Pam. I um, think the fact that your husband is supportive is the key thing to all of this. Absolutely. Because your decision impacts other people's lives. And if you've got a generous guy like that on your side. And who cares if other people say it's a great job if you're sitting somewhere 10 hours a day miserable. Absolutely. That's no way to live. It's a great job that you got and earned. 100%. That experience counts for something. So and that you means can, you can get it again. You can get it again if that's what you want. Good okay. luck, Pam. Love to your family, your Good sweet luck, husband, your beautiful children, and your adorable dog. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Kiss, this kiss. Was awesome. Thank you. Bye, Pam. Okay. Well, good luck to Pam. Yeah. Good luck to Pam. Should we I'd take... love a follow-up on Pam later. Yeah. yeah Pam, Pam, let us know what happens. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> Dear Rana and Brian and Casey Wilson. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. About six months ago, I was asked to be the man of honor in a friend's wedding taking place this summer. Although she and I have only had the chance to see each other once or twice a year, she lives in London, where we met during college, and I now live in Boston. Oh. Oh, Writing it down the road from us. We could go knock on your door and give this advice in person. I was honored that our shared history meant so much to her that she would ask me to play this part in her celebration. The wedding is going to be quite a production, which is very much in line with her personality, if you get my drift. Slam. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, In addition to a small civil ceremony in London, which I will attend, the wedding will be held in Austria. I hope Ron is going to be your plus one. Oh, yes. all right up her alley. Last summer, I also traveled to Ibiza for her bachelorette weekend. Wow. So I'm putting a lot of myself, both personally and financially, into celebrating her nuptials. That's too much. Sounds like a good friend to have, though. She invites you to a lot of good parties. But you pay to go to them. (laughs) Exactly. True. The issue is that my friend has made it clear that she is not giving, quote, plus ones to anyone who is not married to this. No, that is so fucked up. Not even to the man of honor (laughs) monster. monster. When she first mentioned this, I had only been with my boyfriend for a few months, so it didn't seem like a battle I should take on. I'm not taking this on. That's Casey's. Oh, that's right. It's June Diane. Yeah. Yeah. Podswag.com. Now the... (laughs) Now, though, they have merchandise you can get with that on. Now, though, he and I have officially been together for almost a year, and she has met him twice. Once when we visited London, and again when he he joined the What? They've met, and he only sees her twice a year? This is insane. After the days of the Bachelorette festivities had finished, and most of the other invitees had left. So, okay, they've spent intimate time together. I came out of the closet after college, so my boyfriend is the most significant romantic relationship I've ever had. And although I know the celebration is about her. I'm sorry. He might not ever want to get married. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's plenty of people that don't want to get married. Right. Yeah. About her, not me, I expect that she will be tied up much of the time in Austria, and I just don't think this trip or wedding itself will be all that enjoyable by myself. She's outrageous. This girl's outrageous. She really is. Am I right to think it's unreasonable for her to expect that I fly solo, literally and figuratively? And if so, (laughs) how would you handle this with her? If anyone can help me navigate this or set me straight and tell me to let it go, it's you two. And you're always wise guests. True, true. You got very lucky today. Looking forward to your thoughts and advice. 
and then we can say the name. That's the fake name that he wrote. Oh, okay, Jason. Jason. Well, wow. wow, this person hot topic is selfish as hell. <laughs> she's she's a complete narcissist nerd and <laughs> narcissist. <laughs> And I have to tell you, it's completely unreasonable. I, the, you know, what, I have to be honest with you. I'm not a wedding person. I, I don't love going to them. I'm happy to support my friends. Whatever. It's not my bag. I'll tell you what. I would never do. Go to a goddamn wedding by myself. That's Nor would I go to down three. the street. I wouldn't go to a wedding by myself in your own home. You never do a wedding by yourself. I haven't. I would always. I, I guess I. I'll be honest. I mostly oh. turn down wedding invitations. I go to weddings I'm by myself. I'm going to say something all the time. shocking. Really? right yeah. here. Of course. I'm going to say something shocking. Yeah. But you, you will know people there, right? Uh, yeah, he yeah, knows so, people there. But not he? too many because she lives in London. Yes. What were you going to say? Us the shocking At my words. wedding, I invited many people who approached me, many women, like close to the wedding. And they're like, listen, I did start seeing someone. I said, of course, bring them. Two women approached me and said the following. Could I just bring a girlfriend? No. And I thought, it's not a barbecue. But I said, yes. Yeah, one right. brought a former page at SNL, a job I was fired from, and I smiled and took it. Another one brought Sia, the pop star. Oh, really? Well, that's not... So I'm here to say, <laughs> you fucking let people come, and Sia wore a humongous bow, an umbrella at the ceremony, and a neon dress, and I was couldn't have been happier to have her there. Yeah. Oh, my God. So let your... Your man of honor. This is a man of honor. And you're yes. in a serious relationship. It is, and she has met and spent time with the pet. And it's a romantic. Pl- I mean, you're going Honestly, to Europe. Honestly, I for wouldn't this care if it was, he was like, you know, I've been dating this guy yeah. for about a month. Right, but we're not giving her advice. We're giving but him let me advice. Say, about I how think to deal at a wedding, it. you need to last thing. Yeah, you owe it to your guests to try to let them have a fun time too. It's a celebration for kind of totally everyone. agree. And they've come a long way. Yeah. Several times. I yes. think he needs to, gosh, should he call or email her? I think it's a phone call if he's not going to see and you And I person. think this is my way to handle everything. You take out a post-it note and you write one word on it. And it's grace. You slap it right next to the phone so you're looking at it the whole time and you just give her everything. You say, I couldn't be more excited to be going to this wedding. Yeah. I absolutely cannot wait to celebrate you. Yeah. It would make it a lot more fun for me if I could have, you know, this person is so special in my life. And I can't tell you what it would mean to me to have him here rather than like, what the fuck? Yeah. You say no to that. No, I, I, exactly. You can't say no to that. Is grace always the word that you put on a post? Pretty much. Yeah. I think you both have. I have a tendency to go, go ham. I I go, I I like get blinders on fully and go a little, I get out of my body. I go into a white hot rage quick. Yeah. Same. So, do you ever done a post-it note, Brian? No, but what I have done is I've written out... I've only actually done this where there were a couple of people... Yeah. I... In business that I was breaking up with. Yeah. Nothing worse. Horrible. And I literally wrote something out and like memorized it yeah. and just like took a breath. More, the, more time I've seen you take on auditions. Truly, yeah. <laughs> truly, yeah. truly. And then anything I've happened to do over the phone like that, same thing, I write out the email and I read it because I'm so afraid that like my emotions will just get the best yes. of me. But that's actually really nice because it's obvious. It must be so much more heartfelt just going off a word than being like, hey, good, how are you? Look, and just reading all They're of like, those They're like, I reactions. didn't answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, because there's no flow. Because also... What we can't do here, as much as I agree with everything you've said about her not being as generous as she could be, about her expecting people to show up to things, and this happens on scales large and small, 
This could be, I expect you to show up at the restaurant for my brunch down the street from my house. Or this could be, I expect you to fly to Ibiza and pay for yourself. Sure. I don't really know the reality of what's going on. And fly to London. Uh, And fly to Austria. All of the above. I, uh, I agree completely. I'm just saying that people live in different spheres. And I don't know financially how bothered he's by it or not bothered by it or, or he pot- said it's costing me a lot financially yeah. but i think she's also just in her own orbit right now and it may be that she's really not it doesn't make her a great person but that she's not really thinking about these things too much and that it needs to be brought to her attention and it may be the moment you bring it to her attention she may say i i didn't even think of that I didn't even think about whether you were going to be lonely or not lonely. I just was thinking about who I wanted around. Benefit me. of the doubt. And so we have to. That's why writing out the I emails. Think the a little, same person a who tricky. would be generous with the response is not the same person who would never have extended an invitation. Unfortunately, but we ha- we he, don't know. And if she says friend. that, we are perfect. I love that. If she says no, I'm just saying, I leave think it's room okay. for it. Absolutely. For to happen. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yes. And I'll go, thank you so much. I'm so appreciative. But Can if I... she says no, I do think you should say. You pull out of one of the events. Uh, I don't think that's a bad idea. But I also think you should say, I'm just going to ask you to reconsider. You don't have to answer on this phone call. That's really good. You can go away and think about it. But I want you to know, I've, thought, I've, I've really thought about it. I can't. Be, I, I really want to be there for you. And I'm the last thing I want to be is pushy. It. And the, I think all the events are going to be gorgeous and I'm working on my speech and blah, blah, blah. But to be perfectly honest with you, I'm thinking about the time that I'm going to spend when I'm not with you. And your answer is going to affect the speech. And it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. it would mean so much to me to have someone there supporting me and there with me and enjoying this beautiful thing with me, blah, 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 whatever. But I would... I would not just drop it on that call. I would say, I'm going to ask you to think about it and right. get back to me. I have two if questions. If you don't get the answer you want. Two questions. The, for, because I don't know. But I, mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I, pulling out of this altogether isn't a bad idea. Not altogether. If you just don't saying, get well, the, then I can't go to you don't Austria. Get the one of them. Yeah. We can't go to all of them. It's just, it's yeah. too much time for me. We, we need that money to spend a trip together another yeah. time. And I was so willing and happy to combine them. But right. I think if it's not going to yeah. work, we need that money for a separate vacation. I, yeah. I would absolutely do that. And, and, and I guess my question is, is the re cause I legit don't know. Is the reason that she would say no is because that person isn't special to her or because She's it's cost cheap. prohibitive. Okay, so that's what it is. But you don't throw a wedding in Austria and in Ibiza, Ibiza and Well, she's well, this is what rich people are often cheap and that's how they stay rich. That's true. But, but is that's it, not is the it, only Is it crazy? That's not the only that's issue. There may be that she has decided, and Casey, I'm sure you can understand this because of what you were saying before. See ya. Is that she's decided she's drawing a line. And the line like she has to drive is, somewhere. Uh, and I don't know if she's very conservative or, or, you know, maybe she's not, but her family is or whatever. But the, the, she's the, probably like everyone's going to come out of the woodwork with a the dry, story. Maybe, but couldn't he? She's drawing a line about if you're not married, we're not allowing blah, blah, blah. She needs to make an exception. I want to know. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I want to know. It is crazy. I'm realizing yeah. if he was like, I will pay for whatever you need with him. Is that crazy? Wait, no, you, no, but that? you can't. No, I'm no. asking, is that crazy? No, but that's not a thing to offer anyway. You, okay. get, you mean like, oh, I'll pay for his place setting that's at the insane. wedding? No. That is insane. Okay. My There's final question. There's also 400 other really people coming. She doesn't friends, even want She them. will say yes. If yeah. he says no, if she says Correct. no, unfortunately, we're in a different place. Yeah. And, and what she doesn't realize is it will affect him. And if all else fails, take this podcast and just 
play it. Send for. her the link. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Final. She'll question find out just who she is one. after that. Rana, yeah. have you ever raged? Lost my temper. Yeah, of course. Do you scream? Do you use those nails? I don't. <laughs> have I ever clawed somebody's eyes out? I could just see out? you just yeah. taking, just kind of cat scratching. I tend to get very quiet when I'm angry. That's uh-huh. scary. But <laughs> it's worse. But in traffic. I lose my temper, and I do occasionally. What do you say? I swear. What's the? Uh, you know what, Brian? Like I'm not gonna. You're not gonna coax me into behaving badly. All right. But <laughs> I've been known to throw an F, and to throw. Uh, you know, look. If I'm obeying the rules of the road, I yeah. want everybody else to. And if somebody cuts me off, they're gonna hear about it. And by F, you mean you call people F A G G O. That's what I meant. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, we have one. We have. To, I think we have time for one quick one. Okay. Hello, Rana and Brian, capital Y, thank you, and Casey. <laughs> Brian's copywriting, TM, B, uh, capital Y, and TM. Huge fan of the show and have never felt better about parting with $5 <laughs> than signing up for your Patreon. Nice oh, ad. Nice ad. Patreon.com slash Organic, very organic. Yeah. I'm from London, but currently live in Sevilla in Spain, having moved to the country four years ago. Oh, fabulous. I love my life here, but I'm about to turn 29 and have been on the lookout for a special someone to settle down with. Okay. I'm very fussy when it comes to guys and have only had two long-term relationships, which only lasted for about a year. But I met a guy last weekend through a friend, and we had an amazing night and morning together. Oh. Uh-oh. He's super sweet and affectionate and left me a note in my coat pocket, pocket with his number on it. That was in a movie. And we've been Cute. texting. Yeah. Cute. He's perfect in every sense and is well endowed to boot. Oh. <laughs> it's only been a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. The only problem Perfect is- in every sense. <laughs> I want that to be my on my yeah. tombstone well endowed well to endowed boot. Well endowed to boot. The only problem is dot dot dot. Uh-oh. I am not attracted to his face. He's not oh, dear. He's not ugly by any stretch of the imagination. But when I first met him, I had no attraction whatsoever. Mm. My question mm. is: Can you grow to find but you someone? You manage to spend the evening and the morning with him. <laughs> my question... You manage to slog it out somehow. Yeah. Okay. And text back and forth and love his dick. Yeah. yeah. My question is, can you grow to find someone attractive? Is his dick attractive? That's a great question. Do I give him a chance? I don't want to lead him on and waste his time <laughs> as he's so sweet. He doesn't deserve that. Is If the answer is no, Who how should I deal with this situation? And please tell me quickly. Yeah. Given that it's, he's, he is friends with my friend group. P.S. Rana, have you ever been to Sevilla? Oh, my love. <laughs> Lawrence. You know what? We're not going to get to that part. Here's the part we're going to get to. I have been to Sevilla. So have I. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful avenues. Beautiful. This is orange trees. Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. This is Lawrence. Go ahead. Well, you you want to go first, man? No. I, Casey, this hit it. This is a toughie. <laughs> I will say I have dated many men, mm-hmm. many that are not traditionally, I think very cute, but traditionally good looking and endured a million comments from people. They'd be like, oh, and I saw your boyfriend. I was like, whoa. And it's very <laughs> rude. And I couldn't believe how people would react constantly. That is awful. To where I just built up my self-esteem. You know, I was like, I'm gorgeous. I'm, were, no. they, were they attracted to you? I mean, in other words, for attractive to you, I guess. Did you find like them maybe attractive? Maybe other people thought they were funny looking. We had a, we, it, it definitely grew on me. Yeah. Yes. So you were attracted to these to these men? I did not marry 
that man. And uh, no. how did well, the, But that's not the only reason you married once your husband. Once the attraction He is very handsome. Once the attraction yeah. came into full bloom for you, maybe once you learned to be yeah, attracted to that. Yeah. Did that part of it ever go, maybe the relationship dissolved for a million reasons. Did that part ever rear its ugly head again and you were li- <laughs> no pun intended. One time where you were reminded that you were never attracted to him. Yeah. One time I was brushing my teeth. This was near the end mm-hmm. and I had my you know what is it Sonicare. Yeah. yeah. And I found myself putting it, normally I did the like one minute, like fast clean setting. I put it on three because I knew what was coming next. I had to head on in there and (laughs) get it done and get it done. And I thought this is might be where the rubbers hit the road here. Yeah. We're friends. But I'm using my two. I actually did become attracted to these guys. There was honestly like three I can think of. And here's why. At a very young age. Lauren Michaels. Was one. <laughs> Lauren Michaels was one. <laughs> David at, E. Kelly. Uh-huh, and who was the third one? Um, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. At a very young age. Also, these men are also very successful. I like that. Number two, at a young age, I saw a movie that had such an effect on me that I have sought out men to fit this description for years. Sure. James Bond. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, you're oh you want to see more. I want Rick you're Moranis. Rick Moranis. I'm a Rick Moranis He's coming gal. back for the sequel. I know, and I tweeted, I'm elated. Of Honey, Adorable. I Shrunk the Kids, right? So for me, yeah. that's like my template. Fair. You know, that's sexy, though. Does David know you're a Rick, you love, that he, you see him as a, as a handsome Rick Moranis? He doesn't, yeah. I don't see him as a Rick Moranis, <laughs> but all I'll say is, I think, yes, you can, but then sometimes it might crop up again. Okay. So that's not an answer. Sorry to talk so No, long. I think it's a great answer, Brian. Um, I have also dated people that at first blush I was not attracted to. Who I you're did like, be- I like your dick, I hate your face. Basically. And, and... <laughs> I just they they had a, a you know just it was almost like I really just wanted to be with them, and so because you like their personalities, yes, yeah. but um and they were funny and cool and all this, but but it just it never and it's right. not so shallow. It it came back. So this is the came back to like, so yeah. this man is having the opposite problem. How do you mean? He doesn't want to be with somebody who is funny and great and terrific, and he wants to push he as hard as he can to, ba- to bury that thing. <laughs> right. He only cares about having an incredibly handsome partner. Truly, he because- cares about how the other wor- how the rest of the world sees the kind of guy that he dates. Because also, are, are you leading him on? I don't know. You've been texting with him. It's only been so. Maybe it's you are. Only been a week. This he guy seems so conflicted. He's reaching out to like a, a podcast true. personalities immediately. But I think because he doesn't want anyone in his circle to. I think he cares more about appearances than he does because here's the thing: it's only been a week. Is that his real name, Lawrence? Because that's an attractive name. It yes, is. It it's is. a sexy name. So and that's making me And he's English, or he just lived in London. No, he spells it the way I like too. L A U. Yep. L A U. Ooh, he's my guess handsome. is he's yeah. English. Lawrence. I Lawrence. think Lawrence is worried about what other people think about how they look as a couple. That's what I think. Late 20s. That makes sense, honestly. Because I don't think... Lawrence is saying he's fun. He's funny. I had sex with him at least two times in right. the first night I met him. And so it seems like things he fell hasn't away even, pretty quick. Hasn't yeah. even seen him again yet. I think Lawrence, They had an amazing night and morning. Lawrence has already done the whole relationship in his mind and he's getting ahead to the pot where he has to introduce him to people. Mm-hmm. And I think people are th- and he, that he's going to think people are thinking, well, he's, you know, Lawrence is dating somebody not as cute as he is. This is like a classic teen I think he's superficial movie is where, what I think. Yeah. Wow. And I think it's only been a week. So I, I'm not saying that you can't 
that you are know, there a lot of, of options in Sevilla? Yes. I have to say nothing it, but handsome Spanish men. People. Beautiful yeah. people. And you're just a train ride away from I mean, my husband is Spanish, so now I you know, and now I'm thinking keep is looking. He? <laughs> He's from a little town called Caspe, Spain, which is our last oh name. My God. Is that right? Yes. But That's Spanish great. going all the way back? All the way back. They survived all that time. Well, and we actually can have dual citizenship now because they pushed <gasps> yeah? out the Jews. You do from have the to pa- you have to pass that test though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but know. yes, you could. I couldn't pass my drive, my American did, driving When test. did they come over here? Um, unclear. Yeah. We need to drill down That's more very that interesting. History. I didn't know he was Sephardic. Yeah. Good to know. Makes me see him in a whole <sighs> different light. All right. Yeah. Well, good luck, Lawrence. I oh, think, the, so what's the answer? I think the answer is, it just sounds like you, this, oh, it's just like, it's only been a week. No, this to Go me, out this with this guy again. It's like an Angela Jordan Catalano thing and you're being Jordan Catalano. Wow. You don't want to acknowledge, you don't want to hold her hand. Um, Meanwhile, who's still on the big screen? Yeah. Or the small screen, I guess, but... True. It's the golden Catalina. age of television. It is. Yeah. yeah, it's at its peak. What were you so I know a lot of women, Rana, maybe you do too, maybe yeah. you do, where it's like, yeah, he was cute, but then he grew on me and and they are like, I needed someone kind of, but then they really do yeah. blossom and I think they're like, I was surprised. I didn't think anything of him. You yeah. hear that a lot. But I will say a lot of those relationships, when I take a closer look, it's like, oh, those seem like roommates. Yeah. Right. I don't know. That that's how all of those have turned out for me. A little right, yeah. right. I also think Lawrence isn't really looking for a relationship. Right. I don't right. Think Lawrence he, isn't like I just need someone to make me no, laugh. He's yeah. not looking for that stability. Right. And he I think it's more actually that he realizes this guy is a catch and he's looking for a way out. So even he's though he not, says he wants someone to settle down with, I don't know how true that is. Is that what he says? He does. He says I'm looking I'm looking on the lookout for a special someone to settle down with. But I'm very fussy when it comes to guys. It's only been a week. To me, That's true. To me, Lawrence goes through this whole story in his head. He's writing the story before the story has been written. Right. So maybe it's not this guy, Lawrence, and that's fine. But on the next one, I would, keep, I would be where if you are in a pattern where you throw people away very quickly. Wow. Because that is about you. That is not about them. And if you do want a long-term relationship, no one is ever going to tick all the boxes of, Looks nope. perfect, hilarious, da da da. It, what it takes to stay in a long term relationship is has nothing to do what it ta- with what it takes to da- just be dating a person. That's true. So very true. I would just keep be aware of your own patterns. And look, you're in your late twenties. If you want to go run around and only date handsome men, that's fine. You could do that for twenty more years if you want. That's to. right. But. Don't try and talk yourself out of things. Just be real with yourself about what you actually want. Yeah, and if you're honest yeah. with him about this the whole way through, then just have fun. I mean, not honest about his looks or what I attracted him, but yeah. just no, like, yeah. I'm not looking for anything serious. But this also, that's fine. Move on. Who kiss? All right. We, okay. We now, now is the portion of the, of the show when this, we do a giveaway case. Yes. Okay, great. We give a gift to whoever we think deserves it most, and it just has to be something you feel in your heart there okay. are no other criteria so today Rhonda, what's the giveaway well this week we're giving away sort of a funny gift i've talked about my hostin's bed on the show you before. have the, my hostin's the king of sweden sleeps yes. on this okay. bed yeah, yeah. It, casey it, knows by the way allegedly well she hasn't confirmed it a six figure bed no five figures okay yeah wow yeah. okay well it could be low five it could not. be low five yeah it's not so in any event, everyone knows I'm crazy about my Heston's bed. 
Yeah. And I have a fabulous uh, salesman. Sometimes I'll go into the showroom. There's one in Boston, but sometimes I'll go into the showroom when I'm in Los Angeles because they've got the cutest guy working there named really? Chris, Christopher Erickson. Oh, I'd love to meet is him. Is his name. He's so sweet. And he's turns out he's half Jewish. He's a Swedish Jew, if you can handle it. Wow. Anyway, every now and again, Chrissy will send me a little something. A little over on, uh, I told you got the pajamas and, he, and or the robe or whatever it is. Anyway, he sent me a hesitant eye mask. Fabulous. Which is Lauren, so, swear <laughs> when he fucks his guy. <laughs> which is so, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Which is such a cute. That it's is got so cute. Blue and white check. It is adorable. And is it comfortable? I don't know because I don't wear something like this because it would mess my hair up while I sleep. Right. But. That It'll is be really perfect for cute. one of uh, for one of uh, listeners. So we're going to send them this Heston's eye mask today. Very so are cute. we giving this to okay. the dilemma with the uh, the the friend whose boyfriend the friend who's secretly dating the shitty boyfriend and doesn't want to tell her best friend? Okay. Are we giving it to the man of honor? Mm. Are we giving it to oh. Sweet Pam? Mm. Are we giving it... Now I'm forgetting what Pam's problem... Oh, the career stuff. Yeah. Are we giving Pam's it to... Pam's problem was courage. Yeah. That was her problem. Or are we giving it to Lawrence of Mylabia over in <laughs> Spain? I want Man of Honor to have it because he's got major cross-country flights coming no up kidding. alone. No I feel he's a lot of jet lag I, to I was deal going with. to say the exact same I want him to thing. take an Ambien, have a glass of wine, because yeah. he knows he's going on that flight alone. And he I, might have to go grin and bear it. I think this is the quickest decision yeah. we've ever made. Yeah. This, really? is his, great. this is his. And was it, was, you know, Pam was second. Yes. Yes, but, yes, but I think... This is this is key for for he needs our this. Traveling. It is a satin sleeping mask, and he's going to need it on all these flights. Yeah, You're going to love is. it, yeah. And, and uh, he's going to like the way he looks. He needs to remember to put neosporin. We've talked about this, but especially with the corona, right in your nostrils. He has to put neosporin <laughs> at the base <laughs> of his kidding. at the base of his nostrils to create a barrier, Stop. so that he does not get sick on the plane. Stop, because he, he needs to show up because it's showtime when he arrives. It's showtime, and I'd like to know where in Austria the wedding is. Incidentally, I so. want follow ups on all of yeah. these i do too we will keep you posted in the meantime please are you i forget are you casey rose wilson everywhere or casey wilson casey wilson you casey call me wilson. anything okay fabulous yeah. casey wilson on instagram twitter please listen oh, to bitch that, um, yeah. for that i'm casey rose oh wilson. i was right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it doesn't matter it fucking matters brian God. casey, rose, casey wilson. rose wilson everywhere listen to bitch sesh join the jane club is your short available for the masses yet or not quite? Yeah. You know, shorts kind of live and die in one night. So okay. not yet. Not yet. <laughs> They're okay. the fireflies. Watch yeah. Black Monday. Watch yeah. Mrs. The Fletcher. Of the what else can we enter? What else can we push for you? Oh my gosh, in my You're happy endings, you can see it on Hulu. Uh, yeah. There it is. Okay. Now is the time of the show yeah. when we read a question. And for the answer, you get you, to go to patreon.com slash askrana to hear our sage advice. If on you this. want the answer, join us on Patreon. It's an exclusive club, but you will get a Carriage House VIP all access pass, which yeah. is, by the way, the level I'm at. So if you want to be like me... <laughs> Until we create a new tier. That's true. But right well, now... I suppose if you wanted to give me $5 a month, I might like... I might but I'm already gain, giving $5 gain to a, the Patreon. Gain access. No, you're... The, you know what's so funny? You're the wedding guest. You're All I do is make you fly back and forth. It's true. And you've never asked me if you could bring a plus one. Yeah, but you're my plus one. Oh, okay. I'm going to read the question. Yes. Hi, Ron and Brian. I adore your show, and I'm so happy you two are doing this. I've been listening from the start and realized I actually should write in. A few weeks ago, I came home early from work to find my ex, 
okay, in a compromising situation with another person. Oh. Is it bizarre that we were still living together, admittedly, <laughs> but I was still heartbroken? Oh, okay. So this relationship, well, I'm not going to say what I think. No. Because they got to he- hear it on Patreon. But obviously, is it over? Isn't it over? Was yep. the question there. The dangling uh, Chad of Ew. this relationship. Remember that from the election? I do, Recap. but I don't like it describing how men have sex. Da- that really wasn't what I was talking about oh. at all. And I'm not sure why that is what you thought it, I meant. No, I know. I'm not either. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I've made him move out. I'm still shook about how much of a mess I am about this. I am moving on, but I'm taking this far too hard, I think. The way one would be if they were actually in a relationship with the person being discussed. We are still in contact with one another, and I've always prided myself by conducting myself with decorum. But not on your grammar, apparently. But wonder often if I should sever all ties. How do you find equanimity within the uh, within when going through a situation like this? I think weird to reach out to two strangers about how to process, but here we are. Any advice, gladly appreciated. Best, Kevin. Go to patreon.com slash askrana. And if you don't think I'm asking Rana if she ever walked in on Dr. Bob or Jordan... You're out of your mind. And if you don't think everyone hasn't been in a situation like this before, not necessarily the walking in, but the feeling that Kevin has described, it's a universal feeling. In the meantime, and Ron is is really rubbing off on me here. Rate, review, and subscribe uh, to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, please. What are you you, waiting for? Why don't you just listen for free and do nothing? That's the other thing you could do. You can listen for free every Tuesday, and every Patreon episode comes out Friday. So we will see you there or next week. Kiss, kiss.